As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. Right now, anybody could do this. You have properties out there that people want full retail. And if you structure it right, you can still get them full retail and it'll be a win-win. Before we get into today's episode, I want to mention today's best ever partner and give you a free gift. And that partner is Fun That Flip, and they're going to be giving you a free deal analysis spreadsheet. You know who Fun That Flip is, don't you? Because you're a loyal best ever listener. They've been a sponsor on the show. Matt Rodak, the founder of Fun That Flip, has been on the podcast multiple times, giving us his insight on the online lending process. Fun That Flip provides fast, reliable funding for your house flip projects. They're an online platform, makes the application process entirely easy, and they've got a whole bunch of experts on their team who can help you get funding in 24 hours and close within as few as seven days. And all of you best ever listeners, you're getting a free spreadsheet to help you analyze your projects. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever, and you'll get a free deal analysis tool. It'll help you provide a scope of work for your projects, create the scope of work, analyze the profitability of the project, or if it's not profitable, you need to know that too, and make a determination on the max purchase price. Super important. You can print out all the detailed reports and that will help you get your deals funded faster. Go to fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Get that free analysis tool, fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. We don't get into any fluff. We only talk about the best advice that moves real estate investing business forward. With us today, we've got someone who has completed over 200 real estate transactions ranging from wholesaling, lease options, and getting into that creative stuff with real estate. How are you doing, Stephen Watson? Hey, I'm doing excellent. Just learning every day. Well, nice to have you on the show, and we're looking forward to learning more about you and your business and how you've been operating and some insights that you have acquired along the way. Stephen, as we mentioned, he's a real estate investor. He's at RGI Companies. He is currently expanding into buy and hold and multifamily. He's based in Atlanta, Georgia, and he's done over 200 transactions. With that being said, do you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? 
Originally, when I got started in real estate, it's been definitely a mindset shift. And throughout the years, I've been on and off, but it's always drawing me back to it. And it's initially started out with wholesaling and just trying to make money doing that. As time went on, wholesaling is great, but you can get burnt out. So as time went on, I started asking myself, what other options are there? How can I do what everyone else is talking about? There's money there. But where's the time freedom? Where are the other opportunities to earn money while not tying up all your time? So I started to search. And so that's where I got into thinking about more creative different transactions and figuring out how I can change that whole line of thinking, just having to work extremely hard. And if I stop working with wholesaling, even if you build a team, what I found is you're still going to be a little bit more actively involved. I haven't gotten to that level yet where it's just completely hands-off. How long you been doing wholesaling? Wholesaling, I've been doing since 2010. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing about real estate is you learn and you learn until you get the right information and then you're equipped to close a deal. And I started learning back in 2009, going to those learning annexes, those seminars, back when Albert Laurie and those long-time seminars. And from that, just really started to pursue it. Didn't have a mentor. Just figured it out along the way through the information that I had at that time. You mentioned you learn and you learn until you find the right information. Knowing what you know now, what is some bad information or not right information that you received early on that you still weren't ready to move forward because you didn't have the correct info? I would say that starting out, everyone says, hey, focus on wholesaling, focus on generating capital to get started. I disagree. I think that the best way to go about it, and to answer your question, the information that I I didn't receive was just how to look at approaching each transaction. Like today, for example, I don't look at a transaction to say what's the most amount of money it can make. Like there's certain scenarios where even though I can make a lot of money, I try to approach things from how am I going to be of value to everyone in the transaction? How can I make it a long-term win-win? And look at it for more long-term. And so wholesaling is just like, hey, maybe I get a one-off situation where I make some money, but it doesn't actually foster long-term relationships. And some of the deals with wholesaling, they're really stressful. And when you close a deal and it's a lot of emotion involved, not that you burn bridges with different people, but everyone just takes a break from working on stuff with each other for a little while and then revisiting over time, if you get what I mean. Like if you had a very stressful situation, you still have a relationship, but it's something where most of the time you're getting a deal closed and it's just like, what's the lowest price I can get to make a buck? Mm-hmm. And if you're in between a buyer and a seller sometimes, and you're just doing it based on money and it's not really relational, you can get squeezed. And I've gotten squeezed before where you're doing like 10 properties at once and the buyer, they change their criteria in the middle of the week of closing and they change their numbers and didn't make a lot of money. Still made money, but some properties on paper, bringing money to closing, others making a couple thousand. And just doing it that way, it's just difficult. Just the overall mindset and approach. Hmm. I love that philosophy of how can I be a value for everyone in the transaction instead of starting out by 
just following what people typically talk about, which is, hey, start it by wholesaling. But I'm going to pretend that I'm just starting out. I have no money and not a lot of experience. And if you were to tell me, hey, Joe, don't start wholesaling. Don't focus on that. Start by first identifying the best way to approach each transaction. Let's say I master that, but I still don't have money to help people in the transaction. How do you actually make money if you were to take the advice of focus first on how to approach each transaction and provide value to everyone? Let me say this. So that's a very difficult mindset shift because if you can't take care of yourself daily, it's very difficult. I respect that. However, when it comes down to it, we get paid for value in the marketplace. And I've been reluctant to believe that over the last, say, couple of years. But when I got it, it became easier. So essentially, let's just say you network and you find someone and they have money. That's your money because what you need to do is figure out what problem they have and how you could fix it. They might have a lot of money, but they haven't been able to find what they want criteria-wise. So if you become that one person that understands their criteria, you can literally go up to the marketplace and say, hey, look, I'm the acquisitions person for X, Y, and Z. And you can actually make money by building that relationship with someone that they already have the money. So that's your money. As far as what I've seen even now with a couple of different individuals here in the market, they actually have a group-focused business. What I mean by that is it's teamwork. So like one person provides value with money, one person provides value with time. I've seen where a wholesale and a buyer, he has his own closing coordinator, and they don't have money. They might not be mobile, but they do all the phone calls, all the coordination for the closing, and they make $1,000. So it's not like he has to focus on like, hey, how can I get my wholesale fee? He just figures out how he can get that guy with the money his time back. So there's different things you can offer of value. Like what I'm really focused on right now is how can I be more knowledgeable on specific subjects? So for example, just recently, last couple of months, I've done door knocking on pre-foreclosures. And one of the situations this person had, they were trying to keep their security clearance when I went in and I sat down with them, if I was able to really help them with that, I think I would have gotten the deal. But I didn't have that knowledge to pass on to them. I didn't know anybody that I could borrow their knowledge to help them with that. But by the time I did, they already figured something else out. And so essentially, what I've been doing is, from just from a value standpoint, I actually build lists of different resources. So as I go into different things, I might have a specialized attorney for divorce, probate, or different people that I can go to, or even an expediter at the city level, or just really looking at it from a standpoint of, if you go into a situation and you want to be valuable, you might not know everything, but if you know people or have people in your network that can help that whole situation, you'd be a big step ahead of everyone else just coming and saying, hey, how can I make some money? What's your buying criteria? So like, for example, one of the deals that I was working on, it did not close. But I went even as far as trying to solve that seller's problem. They had another property that they were trying to acquire by selling the one that they had, which ended up having title issues. We couldn't get it closed. So I went as far as trying to get them a loan on some luxury cars that they had to try to get them the money to close on the other property. 
because they were like, look, I just need to figure this out. If I figure this out, I have a couple other projects, we could work on that. And it went from with the relationship being, I've been burnt. I'm not going to give you the keys. You can't be there without me to like, I literally have the keys right now. And they're like, look, I, one guy, he wants to take a look at it. If he's ready, he may want to at least purchase it. Can you just show it to him? I'm like, sure, we'll organize that for you. And so essentially just building relationships, you keep different people around you who you can really offer value to and they can offer value of free. Like right now, what they're helping me to work on, another property came up, but they actually specialize in like government contracts and daycares and different things like that. So I'm even working on a property right now where it's possibly going to be a deal where we might do like a master lease on this daycare here in Georgia. Mm -hmm. And then we already have a, a buyer for it who wants to lease it out, who already has licensing for that and possibly make some money by leasing it to that buyer with an option to buy and then also possibly some share off the income from the daycare once it's up and running. And once they do buy the property, if they do, then making money from that as well. And that wouldn't have came to fruition if I was just like, hey, let me just get you property for 20000 If I can't get it for that, or you have a title issue, forget about you. That wouldn't have gotten to where there's a relationship. And so I try not to just treat people like numbers because essentially once you start approaching things that way, it'll be a lot easier for you because you'd be sought out by people knowing that, hey, look, you can help me. And they know that you actually take pride in what you do and you're always preparing for situations before you even run into it. So that's what I'm always doing, just making sure I'm resourceful. Mm. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's such a priceless and timeless piece of advice. And I've thought subconsciously, and now as you are talking, you're bringing it to the surface in my mind, how if I was focused on single family homes, but even multifamily, or really any, any real estate transaction, this advice rings true, but especially single families, I think, where if you are focused more on each transaction and how to structure it versus trying to force fit one strategy like lease option or wholesale or fix and flip, then you're able to make money in a lot of different ways and grow your business. Did you learn just through experience how to structure the deals in various ways? The short answer is no. Okay. How'd you learn? I try to make things really simple. I'm half left brain, half right brain. So sometimes I, I think about stuff too much, but that often leads to going from complicated issues being like really simple. So what I try to do is if I look at wholesaling, I look at it as you can either do an assignment of contract or a double close. As far as contracts, I just know my contracts pretty well. So I know what I'm looking at. I could look at a contract in about 60 seconds and see exactly what it is. And then if I'm doing like a lease option, I know what's included in that packet. So I know how that works. So I guess when it comes to like just simplifying stuff for me, I just read over the contracts. And then when it comes to marketing, you can market a million different ways. I just look at if I know my contracts and I have an attorney that I can always reference for questions, then when a deal comes up and I have an idea in my mind of how I want to structure it, all I have to ask is, hey, here's a contract that I have. How does this need to look on paper for it to make sense for you? Mm. And then the attorney will be like, hey, all you need to do is do it this way. And then he'll guide you 
on how to do it. And that's with the right attorney on your team. So I try not to know everything. I try just to make sure that I prepare myself so I can ask an educated question. So if like, even with knowing how to do it, sometimes you just need to ask because maybe that person you're talking to, they've done, if he's a closing attorney, he's been there 30 years, he's probably seen it done a million different ways. For example, I just recently met a mortgage broker and I was thinking this was impossible. He does like transactions for self-employed people here in Georgia. Mm-hmm. He's been doing it for 20 years and he structures everything from the seller carry back, doing mortgages, actual mortgages, all the way up to like wraparound mortgages. So he structures all that and he has experience with that last 20 years. So essentially, I don't know how I might utilize him on my team yet, but just him knowing how to do that and it being simplified in his eyes, if I ever run into an issue where I need to do something like that, get a little bit more creative, he'll keep me in line. Like he was telling me about, so you go buy a house and you buy it through FHA financing and you find that you bought it at a really good price. It need a lot of rehab, but it was, let's just say, outdated and you update it now and you're thinking, oh, you know what? There's enough spread in this to flip it. He was advising me like, look, you can't do that because if you do that, that's fraud. And so simple things like that where you're not going to know everything, but if you run it by individuals like this, they'll tell you, you can't do that. You either have to occupy it for at least one year and then you could possibly move out, but you can't just go into a property, do FHA and then say, hey, I'm just going to move out and do this. Because essentially you have disclosures and documents that you sign for different loans that you do. And you really have to pay attention to what you can do. There's That's different cool. restrictions. So, Yeah, that's so helpful. Thank you for sharing that. The follow-up question you answered in your response, I was going to ask you how can someone learn the process, but you answered it through your response, which is, I've never heard of this, actually reading through contracts. So getting your hands on as many different versions of contracts as you can and reading through them, become educated on the end result and then you'll be able to structure it or reverse engineer it for future deals and then also having the right team members, a lawyer and a mortgage broker who have that experiences. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Yes, let's do it. All right. First, a quick word for our best ever sponsors. Remember to get your free deal analysis tool for your flips at fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's F-U-N-D-T-H-A-T-F-L-I-P.com forward slash best ever. It will detail your scope of work, help you analyze if the project's profitable, and make a determination on the max purchase price. Fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Do you have questions about how to get started and make money in real estate as an investor? Then join the live six-week coaching and education group called Real Estate Investing Bootcamp. You can go to investorrealtyvt.com forward slash REI bootcamp. That's Investor, I-N-V-E-S-T-O-R, Realty, R-E-A-L-T-Y, V-T dot com forward slash R-E-I bootcamp for more information and to enroll today. What's the best ever book you've read? You know what? I'm going to go and say Think and Grow Rich. It never gets old. And some of the principles, like it makes everything so simple, but it makes it so boring. Like when he talks about mastermind and bringing different people around you. It talks about auto-suggestion, when it talks about mindset. I think everything stems from that book, even most success books. 
I'm about to read the one thing that was recommended to me by one of my mastermind groups. And then you go back to even a book like Think and Grow Rich and it talks about the importance of focus on one thing and having a definite purpose and just focusing on that. So I think that's going to be the book I would say, hey, it's an ultimate reference. Every time you read it, you see something else in it. And the one thing is co-authored by Jay Papazan, and I interviewed him on the show. So best ever listeners, go check that out. Episode 212 after we are done here. Jay Papazan, episode 212. If you could magically have three extra hours and you had to use them for your business, what's the best ever way you'd use those three hours? I would use those three hours for income producing activities only. For example, I like to handle the acquisitions, so I'll deal with the sellers. I would use that to hit the phone, actually make calls to different leads we found and just never really contacted them. I do a lot of different type of lead sources, but I'm a little bit impatient when it comes to like, hey, I want to get a deal done. So I try to do the most direct form to get a deal. So that would be if I can do a phone call, I'll just rather do that than to do mailers. I would actually spend my time three hours on the phone, connecting with people, connecting with different sellers, skip tracing, getting the numbers, hitting the phones for those three hours. And for someone who's not familiar with skip tracing, can you quickly tell us what that is? Skip tracing is the method of finding in real estate, I guess, would be a seller or finding the owner of a property. This entails using tools that you could use like online tools, like legal online systems like LexisNexis. You could use different websites online like Spokio, different resources. You have free and paid resources. I think it's TLO, the name of one of them as well, Accurant. Which one do you use? To be completely honest with you, I have a VA and they use everything, but if you can't find anything, I have someone that runs like LexisNexis and gets that for me. Okay. And how'd you find your VA? Where'd you find that person? It was actually online through Odesk. Okay. Now Upwork? Yeah, Upwork. Okay. You got it. Sounds good. Best ever deal you've done? Hmm. Let me think about that. One of the larger deals that I did. We net about 60000 It was gross about 100000 but it entailed 10 properties. We started out with probably 16 or 17, and by the time we got down to closing, it was about 10 properties, and we're selling it to an institutional buyer, and it went pretty smooth. I was very surprised because I've been in some very stressful closing, and I would say that one was definitely worth the effort, it was individual, probably about eight different sellers, 10 different properties, and we net about 60 on that. Best ever way you'd like to give back? I would say if I ever get a chance to, to discuss with someone on a couple of ideas on looking at real estate as far as, as an investment vehicle, I always do that, or even like just some thought-provoking questions to people I network with. I'm like, hey, have you ever considered like doing a transaction where you don't have to pay cash for it? Like one thing that I've gone to now is the mindset that cash may be king, but not for everyone. So right now, anybody could do this. You have 
properties out there that people want full retail. And if you structure it right, you can still get them full retail and it'll be a win-win. It doesn't always have to be cash. It doesn't always have to be discounted. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? The biggest mistake I've ever made in real estate would be choosing the, the right team members. And just when getting the right team members, keeping them and really just creating an environment where everything is clear as far as here, here's our outcome. Like I think a lot of times in, in real estate, you have people who just do it for money. You don't really have a culture as far as just how you approach everything. Mm-hmm. And so everyone that I'm dealing with right now, like I had someone I was actually doing free one-on-ones with him. And I had to tell him, look, you're going to have to stop. He would literally, on the third question, ask them, you want 100000 for it. Will you take sixty? I was like, look, you got to stop doing that because just because for you to make money doesn't mean he has to give it to you for really cheap. And you don't want to start off that way because if you start off that way, no one's going to want to do business with you because they're thinking, who's this guy? He found me here and he just called me and he's offering me nothing for my property. He hasn't seen it. So I gave him my task and I said, for the next hundred people you call, don't mention price. Don't talk about it. Let them ask you what you want to pay. And at which point you're going to tell them, hey, I'm not sure. Honestly, I want to come out and take a look at it and I can give you my opinion on it. And then basically by him doing that, he came back to me and said, man, that works. People really open up to me because the first thing he was doing, he would jump on the phone and say, hey, I'm from so-and-so investment company. And immediately a wall went up like this guy right here mm-hmm. he wants to um, rob me of my property. And then he would third question say, hey, well, I know you want 100. Can I do 60? Mm-hmm. And they would just be like, let me get back to you. Right. You'd be calling them for a couple of days, they wouldn't answer. So. Makes sense. And so the solution to that is going to see the property, or is there a more effective way of doing it? The most effective way of doing it would be to be a professional information gatherer. The only way you're going to be able to make a win-win is to understand the situation. So the first thing I told them is you don't jump on the phone and try to negotiate, just try to figure out what's going on with the situation. Because they might not be ready today, but with the right information when they are ready, you can make an educated offer that will fit. And so it's just really what I found, everything is like pipeline based. So you have to continue to get leads and you want to keep in contact with them. And that's one of the things that I'm working on feverishly right now to really get things automated to a point where that follow-up is something I don't have to think about. And you're just staying in touch with different sellers and even your network as well as the different power team members that you have. What's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you? You can reach me by giving a call to or direct line or going to our website, which is rgicompanies.com. We're vamping a website for Atlanta properties, atlantagapropertydeals.com, which should be launched by January 1st. And we're going to be looking at doing some on-the-ground, face-to-face networking meetings through meetup.com. And it's networking, but it's going to be a little bit different. We're thinking about doing events where we have a, maybe a small group and just really try to help people to structure transactions and be able to make money together with the right mm-hmm. mindset, which is not just money. It's just like, how can you do deals where the seller, they'll call you back? for another property just because they know you dealt with them in honor. Well, certainly any best ever listeners in or around the Atlanta area, 
definitely need to be reaching out to you and seeing if they can join in on that group. I know I would be because it's just a great way of expanding our knowledge base of how to structure transactions because I guarantee you some of the things that you talk about can be applied for any type of asset class, not just single family homes. Lots of lessons learned today. Thank you for sharing some time with us and your insights and how you approach your business from being a professional information gatherer versus trying to get the price that you want in the third question of the phone call. And then also what you're talking about earlier, when starting out, don't start wholesaling. Instead, start out by learning how to approach each transaction and a specific approach or specific step-by-step process for doing that is studying contracts. So getting your hands on contracts, learning how those deals are structured, and then having the right team members like a lawyer and a mortgage broker who have that experience as well. So many valuable insights in today's conversation. Thanks again for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Look forward to it. Do you have questions about how to get started and make money in real estate as an investor? Then join the live six-week coaching and education group called Real Estate Investing Bootcamp. You can go to investorrealtyvt.com forward slash RAI bootcamp. That's investor, I-N-V-E-S-T-O-R, realty, R-E-A-L-T-Y, vt.com forward slash RAI bootcamp for more information and to enroll today.